This is the Breathe Again podcast by Ade Chakol. Learn about life, love, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional, divine, and feminine perspective. Welcome to our safe space where we become our highest selves. Hello, hello, my beautiful souls. I am back doing my second season and I'm super excited. If you've listened to my podcast on my first season and you're back here now with me, I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much. And if this is your first time listening, I welcome you and I'm so grateful that you're here. I did take quite some time off from doing podcasts. I actually had taken uh, time off in general from everything that I did. Um, I did take over six months off from social media and I got back to that um, a couple of months ago. But I am so glad that I'm back on my podcast and super excited. So thank you. Um, so I might as well just go ahead and reintroduce myself. Um, it's always, it's always hard for me to do this. I don't know why, but if you don't know me already, I am Ade Chekol and, um, I am an integrative coach and I debate on that as well. Um, you know, being a coach is, is quite a big word, you know. I mean, I'm by no means an expert, right? And sometimes I feel like being a coach requires you to be an expert. And yes, I do have a certification in, um, you know, integrative health and wellness coaching. But, you know, we're, we're, we're very, very complex, yet very simple, people. So coaching somebody requires um, expertise. And I feel like those, you know, develop continuously, right? I've been coaching since 2017. And I love it. I do love working with people and watching people grow and develop and you know, become the highest version of themselves. It just brings me so, so much joy. Um, and, you know, I didn't get into the journey of coaching because I've, you know, wanted to be a coach my whole life. <laughs> That's just not the way it happened. I um, actually had, you know, my own awakening, a shift in my life. Um, anybody who knows me knows that I got divorced in 2017 and um, 2016, actually. And ever since that traumatic, dark period of time in my life, I've been, you know, working on myself. And as I got into the journey of trying to get out of that you know, crazy, horrendous, difficult time of um, going through a divorce, becoming a single mom and trying to figure 
throughout my life, I decided to enroll in um, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition School, basically to heal myself for no other reason but to get better, well, physically, mentally, emotionally, every possible. And, um, you know, that transformed me. That's like, there was a time in my life where everything changed outside of me getting divorced was me enrolling myself in that program and learning so much about myself, about food, about everything else that was going on around me and within me. So coming out of that and seeing the shift in myself, the way I thought about things, just basically the change in my mindset, I was, you know, it just felt like an obligation as a human being to be sharing that knowledge to others. And as I started, you know, doing that, as I started sharing the lessons I've learned, that's really how I ended up becoming a coach. And it was it was just my divine um, unfolding. And so, yes, I am a certified coach. However, you know, my coaching style has been changing, evolving. I did, um, you know, coach everybody. And as I got to know myself, as I got to see myself and how I work and who I work with and how I want to help people, you know, the more I got clarity, the more I started resonating more with women. So right now I'm not, uh, you know, focused on coaching men. I'm specifically working with women. And this came about, again, you know, within the last year of really connecting to myself and understanding um, where I, I was heading at. And the divine feminine was, you know, calling me. And the more I listened and the more I started to understand what the divine feminine is, who she is and how she works, the more I fell in love with myself, with being a woman, and got to know more about my own powers, right? And how how I can change my life just by tapping into the divine feminine energy within me. And I felt like, you know, all these years... It was, you know, I I suffered and I went through so many hurdles that I probably wouldn't have if I had known what it meant to truly be a woman. And I had to, you know, I'm not saying 
that um, that was bad because again, you know, it's that journey. It's it's that hurdle that got me to where I am at now. So I that needed to happen. You know, I I'm always so grateful for every step of my journey even the ugliest ones that I think are very ugly and the ones that made me cry over and over again the you know the painful relationships the heartaches the betrayals the abandonment all those um seemingly unbearable events that had 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 to happen in my life um were all lessons that i had to learn to be here today to be talking to you and sharing what i know right uh so that's really what the beauty of life is you know we if we don't get to talk about the crazy things that happen in our lives, the painful things. And I don't want to go off tangent, but I, I definitely want to talk about this. Um, we've been raised in a culture that doesn't want to discuss um, the dark side of life the shadows we've been conditioned to believe that we should put a lid on that ignore it move forward move to the light because the light is light it's pretty it's, it's what everybody wants to see nobody wants to see the ugly the dark the painful side of life if you were to discuss those things, you would be like the negative person or the one that is always putting everybody down and uh, people get frustrated and they get grossed out and they don't want to be around you. But that's only because you remind them of their shadows, the, the shadows, the darkness that they themselves have covered within them and they don't want to see so that is why people don't want to be around people who talk about the darkness who talk about their pain they don't want to be around these people because it reminds them of the same thing the very same thing that they're trying to run away from and so <laughs> I have decided to be one of those people who talks about these said shadows, darknesses, parts of us that we are trying to ignore, parts of us that we have divorced and don't want to see because somebody has to, somebody has to talk about them. And there are so many women that heal so much just by even listening to other women sharing their 
stories of what had happened to them, their stories of divorce, their stories of betrayal, their stories of abandonment issues, their stories of of sadness. And I'm not, you know, saying that we should dwell on these things. I'm not saying that we, you know, should be carrying our grief and, you know, walking around all the time. No, no, that's not it. What we need to do is we need to acknowledge that that's just part of us. The fact that I went through a divorce, the fact that I was part of a relationship where I myself was toxic. I myself was projecting my own unhealed wounds into a relationship. And um, the fact that I carry these things needs to be discussed so that we can own it and we can see that we are both light and darkness. And it's only when we bring this darkness up to the surface that we can actually see it for what it is and get to know how to heal it. Because that's really what it is, right? The darkness is not something that um, can heal by us just throwing it out and putting a lid on it and covering it up and just setting it aside. It's going to come out anyway, or it's just going to stay there, rot and smell, or we know. We know who we are and we cannot be our highest, best version of ourselves when we know that we're hiding something within us that needs to heal, that needs to come out. But we don't. We don't let it out because we're afraid of what other people might say and do and think of us. We are afraid because then we would not be lovable. People won't approve, and we might end up alone, right? That's what we are afraid of. But I'm here to tell you that no, you won't end up alone because everybody has shadows. Every single person you meet has something that they need to heal. Nobody's pure light. Because, like I said, the light cannot exist without the darkness. As a human being, just by being on this planet, we have the the shadow and the light. That's just life. That's just how things are. And so, 
coming back to my original topic of why I took some time, it's really because of this. I, I needed to, to learn this. I needed to start understanding that, yeah, I talked a lot about the light and love and being the best version of ourselves and avoiding toxic behaviors and all that. Um, but I needed to take some time and really think about what I was saying. And I needed to come from a different angle of, we cannot just avoid them. We need to own them. We need to own our, you know, quote unquote issues, our attachment issues, our codependent issues, our abandonment issues, our inner child that needs to be healed, you know, our critic that lives within us. All that needs to come out and we need to own them rather than avoiding. Avoidance never helps. And the divine feminine is truly, truly about that. <laughs> She's the divine feminine makes all this, you know, what's called to be darkness. She makes it sacred because she owns it. She, she owns and turns something that the masculine or, the, you know, the, the, that this world has deemed to be dirty, like our menstrual cycle, for example. It's a good example of, you know, when a woman is bleeding, she's considered, um, what's the word? Dirty, but there's another word, you know, um, in some religions and, you know, the religion I grew up in, in the Orthodox Christian religion, we're not even allowed to go into, um, the, the church, the inside of the church to, because we're not clean. And that's the word I was looking for is when a woman is menstruating, she's not clean. And I really asked myself, I'm like, why? Why are we not clean when we're bleeding? What is it about our blood that's considered dirty? I mean, our wombs are the conduit. Our wounds are so sacred, right? Divine life passes through our wounds and we give birth into this world. But we're considered unclean. But why is that? And when we own and when we think about this, We see that the divine feminine changes our perception of these things. Money, right? Money. Most of us 
grew up being told that money's dirty or money's scarce, right? But when you work with the divine feminine, she makes this idea of lack and scarcity divine. You'd start seeing money as nothing but a beautiful energy that allows you to to shine, to, to give, right? The more money you have, the more you can give. The more you can scale up and be of use. And yet we we were told that rich people or money makes you bad or and this is general i mean i'm not saying anybody <laughs> you know this is very, from my culture at least the richer you get the more unfavorable you become or selfish you become and we need to be careful about these these thought processes that have been programmed into our minds. And so when I took some time off and I worked very closely with the divine feminine energy, it became clear to me that I need to change the way I I present myself as a coach because I'm still learning, right? I'm still growing. And the healing process, you know, the healing journey is not linear. And that's what we think that we, you know, get better and better and better. And we keep getting higher and higher and higher. But that's, that's not it. No. We can keep making the same mistakes and learn different lessons. The healing journey is not linear. It goes up and down. You can go backwards and then you can go forward and then backwards. So don't don't judge yourself. When you keep making the same mistakes or when you keep having thoughts that you you say, oh, I should know better. I I should have I should have known better. No. Right? Things come up because you're keep, you're evolving, you keep learning. And the same thing, you know, that taught you a lesson can come back and teach you another lesson. And the divine feminine is really about getting in and into yourself right the divine when you connect with the divine feminine you you let go of external wisdom right external conditionings and you start looking inwards you start looking within yourself 
she's, you know, the divine feminine is our creativity, our expression, our blood, our emotions, our, our soul. And when I, when I think about the divine feminine, I think of the dance of life, right? We're all, she's always moving. She's always flowing. And that's the energy that we need to tap into. I don't know if, if you're anything like me. Growing up, it's, it's always been go, go forward. Do this. It's like a checklist, a to-do list, right? Go to school, get this, do that, get this done and that done. And then this is it. To become successful, you have to go in the straight line and check off all the check marks. And but no, the divine feminine is not like that at all. She's movement and dance and flow. always creating, always moving, always feeling. And things are changing, right? The world is changing. I mean, we've seen it in the last year and a half where that linear way to growth or success, the way we've been thought, we see that it doesn't have to be that way. We see that. There's another way of life, right? The divine feminine is is a way to reclaiming our inner knowing and letting go of conditionings. to trust our soul's innate wisdom, to connect with our ability to to acquire our psychic knowledge, right? Without really knowing how or why we know it, but we just know because we are all knowing people. We're more than just, you know, the flesh and the mind. There's so much more to us that we need to look inward and discover. And it's not about enlightenment. It's not about, you know, meditation, you know, 100 hours of meditation, daily meditation or whatever. It's not, that's not it. I mean, yes, meditation is great. Sitting in silence is great. Great, but the path of the feminine is not to become so enlightened that you're done with being human. That's not what the divine feminine is about. It's to be immersed in it, right? To to be immersed in the sweat, into the blood, tears, to get mud on our feet and get, you know, messy in life, to see life and death as as one to see our menstrual cycle as our own calendar as our own 
cycle in this life. It's about embodying our soul's purpose. It's about, you know, moving from the thinking way of enlightenment to feeling our way to expression. And, you know, we've, we've been told that feeling is, is weak, right? Oh, don't be too emotional or don't, that, you know, that doesn't bring value, like your feelings. What about your feelings, right? <laughs> that's, that's how I grew up. Um, it's not about how you feel. It's about, okay, what do you think? And mostly about what you think about what other people would think. But um, when we work with the divine feminine, we start connecting with who we are and letting go of the programming of the matrix and connecting to our soul and remembering of who we are and expressing that through our feelings. We often use words of, you know, the, the word spirit and soul interchangeably, but they're not. Spirit is Atman, universal source consciousness. It's what connects us all without gender, feeling, color, or expression. But our soul, Anahata, that heart, emotion, textures and colors and body and expression, that's the feminine. So spirit is high up, right? It's, it's disconnected. It's, it's up there, <laughs> but the soul is in the body. It's connected and we're immersed in it. We're embodied in it. So we need to be looking at both, right? We need to live in harmony with our spirit and our soul and the, in this world today we're highly highly disconnected from the soul yes we've been you know thought so much to be mindful and to be spiritual and to meditate and all that but we need to also bring in and be a part of our body and our soul because one cannot be without the other. Right. So it's good. It's good to meditate. It's good to clear our mind. It's good to be doing, you know, the stillness work. We need it. These are great practices. And, you know, they connect us to the higher dimensions where we're all one, right? Where we're formless and boundaryless. However, you know, the feminine is our soul. And she connects us to our heart, 
to our own, our body, to creation, to joy, to expression, to giving birth to, to life, right? It's about communion, love, nature, earth, herbs, plants, and food, and home. And we need to embrace the duality that we are both the masculine, which is, you know, the higher consciousness, the oneness, the the energy of Atna, and then to also connect with the feminine. One cannot be without the other. We need to harmonize them otherwise the imbalance comes the wounded feminine and the wounded masculine arise because we let go and we don't connect and harmonize them and You know, the path of the divine feminine is not to detach yourself from the world enough that you can handle being in it. (laughs) Because sometimes, you know, when we meditate, we meditate to be out, right? To let go. And yes, that's useful. But sometimes it's also about creating the world that we desire to be a part of. It is only from that place that we can truly connect with spirit without bypassing the very realms we were born into, right? Without getting into this mess or into what we fear, what we have tried to abandon in this world. We are both born into a human body for a reason, right? And the whole of our life, our lifetime is about figuring out why. Why? Isn't that the big question? Why am I here? What am I here for? We're here to merge both our feminine and masculine energy so we can be the vessels of higher consciousness and bring them into our world. That's what we're here for. And for some of us, we hold more into the masculine, and usually that's the men. And for some of us, we pull more into the feminine and usually us women. So the masculine is about non-dualism, but the feminine is about duality. It's about bringing both in. And sometimes, you know, we can go back and forth, right? Some of us, we're born super feminine and then others very masculine. But as we go through life, these can shift, right? So for me, when I went through my divorce and 
um, I had to go more into my masculine side, right? I had to be more masculine to make sure that I did, I did, I did, and I get things done and I let go of the feminine, but I let go too much that I started to walk into the wounded feminine of, uh, you know, neediness and um, attachment and feeling uh, emotionally unstable. All these things come because I let go of, I let go too much of my feminine. And that's why we need to live in the harmony of both. And so, as I took some time, um, you know, a couple of months, more than a couple of months, I saw that the divine feminine is all about connection, collaboration, and working together to heal our souls. As women, we need to to connect and I needed that I craved for more women who were seeing life the way I did and um, that's why I started Soul Sisters Harbor because I knew that just like myself there are so many women out there who want to connect more into themselves who want to let go of the patriarchy and the conditionings and the programmings that have made them shrink themselves but they just don't know how to let go or they don't know how to come out because of feeling again you know alone and afraid that if you did, then if you did speak out, if you did question, and if you let go of societal conditionings and societal norms and decided to be yourself, then you won't be accepted. These feelings are real. But we don't have to accept them anymore. We don't have to live in this bubble that has been creating for us. We can pop out of that. And that's what Soul Sisters Harbor is. I created a sisterhood community for us women to talk about these things and to see and feel the collective energy of the rising feminine. We're saying enough. We're saying enough and we're claiming our lives back. We're claiming ourselves back. And um, in short, in very, very short, that's what the divine feminine is. Um, I mean, Soul Sisters Harbor is. That's why I uh, created this beautiful, beautiful community 
and um, I'm just loving it there. We launched in May, and we have beautiful workshops, sister circles. We talk about food. We talk about menstrual cycles. We talk about mindset. We talk about all things feminine. We talk about sexuality. We talk, I mean, (laughs) everything. And um, it's, it's been beautiful. And it's healed me in so many ways. It's healed my relationship with the divine feminine, with women. Um, Because let's face it, ladies, the patriarchy has um, definitely, (laughs) definitely created this toxic energy amongst women, right? We've been forced to compete with one another. And this has come through generations because we competed for our own survival as women. And now, you know, they've created guidelines for us that we need to fulfill to become worthy in their terms. And we compete. We have to have it all, right? We have to do good at our work. We have to do, you know, be exceptional at home. We have to be beautiful, great hair, great skin, great body, great. We have to be amazing mothers and we have to keep our home clean and we have to do it all. We have to be great cooks. We have to be, you know, good friends, good sisters, good daughters. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. And, but we don't have to. That's the thing. We don't. We can choose to be great in whatever we want to be, right? And we don't have to feel ashamed because we're, why are we feeling ashamed for something that somebody else decided for us when, if we, you know, if we really take a look, we don't even care, right? Why do, why do we care so much? And the moment we wake up and see that we don't have to, that's when we claim our power back. And um, yeah, <laughs> that's really what I was um, working on as I took this long break from the podcast but i'm back now and i'll be talking more about the divine feminine and um that's really what this podcast is really going to be moving forward of claiming the divine feminine within claiming back our powers and um i look forward to it you know i'm so excited i'm um I'm just loving where I'm at right now and looking forward to what's going to happen and how this podcast is going to unfold. If by all you're interested in joining the Soul Sisters Harbor community, uh, go into my social media um, at 
Ade or at Soul Sisters Harbor. Um, and there's all information in my bio about, you know, all the events we host, the monthly webinars and all that good stuff. Take a look at that. It's also on my website, adechacol.com. And um, connect with me if you have any questions. But um, yeah, I'd love to have any any woman there. Um, it's a monthly membership community. Any woman who's ready to claim back the Divine Feminine and start um, leading and claiming her power back. Supported by amazing goddesses and queens. Um, I, I invite you to join if you're that woman. Um, but beautiful souls. I will leave it here for this first episode. I, I know I've been here and there, but I really just wanted to tell you where my mind was and what my journey has been like. And this is how it was. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode. And um, you know the drill. If you like it, share it. If you like a comment, that helps a lot. Give me a rating and all that beautiful stuff because um, that helps with the podcast. That helps us share this beautiful message. And yes, until next time, beautiful souls. Have a lovely, lovely divine day.